Waffles. Happy Resurrection Sunday. I am so excited to be sharing a podcast episode with you today on one of the most pivotal celebrations in the Christian faith. Now, for today's episode, number three, we are going to be looking at three words in red said by Jesus. It is finished. We're going to be looking at what exactly was finished. Now, when we deep dive into this, you're going to see that when Jesus said it is finished, that actually frees you up from every problem, situation, or ailment that you have ever or will ever encounter in this life. Let's jump into it. Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world, as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Look at us, episode number three of the Good Apple Podcast. (laughs) I am just so excited positively overwhelmed. You guys, this is really happening. This is really happening. Sometimes I have to pinch myself because I didn't know what to expect. I knew that God was going to show up and show out, but I don't think I, I don't think I really anticipated all of the growth that we have already had in just three episodes. So let me just say, hallelujah, God, thank you so very much for just being so amazing and for just being faithful. Thank you, Lord. I am so thankful that you are using this podcast to reach your people. I'm so thankful that I can be a part of this, Lord. And I just ask right now that you continue to bless the listeners on the other end of this podcast, Lord. I just praise you for what you're doing in his life in her life, in their lives, God. I thank you so much for just the the blessings that are coming their way, Lord. I am so happy for them. I'm excited for them. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for our sins. Thank you, Jesus, for separating yourself from God so that you could take on all of our sins. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross and for taking away all of our transgressions, all of the iniquity. Thank you, God, for dying on the cross so that we don't have to be sick. Thank you, Jesus. We are so grateful. We are so blessed to have a daddy like you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right. So, you know, usually I kind of give you a a little signal, let you know that I'm about to pray. But you know what? The Holy Spirit is moving and I'm just moving along with him. For all of you who are reaching out to me, thank you so very much. 
for all the text messages, for all the Facebook posts, for those who are sharing the podcast. Look, we have couples listening. We have couples. We have my good friend Marquita Taylor and her husband Matt in Cleveland, Ohio, listening together as a couple. The family that prays together stays together, and I am just so excited to hear how God is going to continue to move in their lives as a result of being a part of the Good Apple community. So thank you guys so much. We also have Danielle in Florida. She is listening in. Thank you guys. Look, it means the world to me, okay? It means the world to me that you reach out and let me know when you're listening, how you're listening, you know, how things are going, if it's, you know, if it's working for you, the format, the ideas you guys are sending in to me. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Every week, I want to just shout somebody out, you know, so reach out to me. All right. I'm on most social media platforms. Okay. You can find me under Sharonda Simone or the Good Apple Podcast. All right. So please let's continue the conversation however it's easiest for you to reach out to me please do so all right as you guys can already tell i am a chatterbox and it just it translates into typing as well (laughs) now if you know someone or if you want to be a guest or a co-host here on the good apple podcast reach out to me okay if you look in the show notes uh, press the expand So you can see all of the information underneath this episode on whatever platform you are listening on. Make sure you expand because my email address is there. All of my contact information, all of the Bible verses that I share, all of that good stuff. It's in the show notes. Okay. Also to a few of you did reach out to me asking how you could follow my podcast. Now I'm not sure how it is on all of the platforms. But I do know on Spotify, which is one of the more popular um, platforms, right? If you look on your, uh, the actual page where you see the Good Apple podcast, there should be, you know, my picture right there. And then there should be a plus sign. And then beside that, the word follow. If you click that, then you will be following the podcast. Now, I don't believe you get an actual alert every time I upload. I don't think that's how it works but it does show up in your, you know, in your feed once you're following. Now, if you do want for me to send you a specific alert, I can do that. A few people have reached out, said they wanted that. I just draft a quick email, shoot it out, say, hey, the episode is live, check it out, you know, God bless, all right? So if you want to get on that email list serve, reach out to me, I'll definitely add you as well. Okay, so it is Easter Sunday, so I am sure that wherever you worshipped, your pastor or your, you know, worship leader definitely talked about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus, and that is just amazing, you guys. I'm, I'm here like, if I could, I would jump out of my seat and do a praise dance because this is, like, by far, this is the good news okay this is the gospel of jesus this is what we as christians like this this is our super bowl sunday like i like to say i mean this is where you know we go all out and let the world know like look you are saved 
through Jesus. All you have to do is tap into this, okay? So I'm sure that your pastor definitely just did an amazing job, you know, just sharing about the importance of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. So I'm not going to tap into that specific right now, okay? But Holy Spirit and I were talking, and I want to share a different perspective. Well, maybe it's not different. Maybe, you know, your pastor did talk about it, you know, because Holy Spirit likes to confirm things by doing it, you know, multiple times in multiple different ways, okay? Um, but I just want to shift from the book of Matthew, which is where you'll find the Easter story. You can find it in the book of Matthew. But I want to shift from the Easter story specifically, okay? And I want for us to go into the book of Isaiah, all right? So if you have your Bibles, grab your Bibles, take out a notebook or however you are jotting down, you know, your notes and your revelations, okay? Because I want to hear them. So jot them down so you can share them with me, okay? But we're going to turn to the book of Isaiah and we'll start right after this quick break. You're listening to The Good Apple Podcast, where one good apple saves the bunch. All right, apples. So the book of Isaiah is another one of my favorite books of the Bible. You'll probably hear me say that very often because I love the Bible. It's, it's. I mean, everything is just so good, so meaty, right? So I'm going to read from Isaiah 53 and we're going to read from the King James Version. All right, let's go to verse number four and let's start to read. Surely... He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. apples oh apples oh my word okay let's uh let, let's break this down you know you know how we do by now okay this is episode number three you already know we're going to break it down okay so verse number four says surely he took our pain all right so there's no question there's no maybe he did maybe he didn't that's a comforting line to me that surely that's an absolutely that's a, oh yes he did he took jesus took up our pain and he bore our suffering that means apples you don't have to does that mean that you're not going to have pain that there won't be suffering in your life no that's not what it means apples it means that he already dealt with it he took up your pain whatever you're going through in your life he took it up and he also took your suffering. So that means you can cast it all to him. Because remember, when he died on the cross, he was doing it for the duration of the world as we know it. Okay? We are seeing it as our life plays out. So you're looking at today, today's problems, today's suffering, today's pain, as this time, as in this chronological moment. 
But remember, Jesus, because he is God, he looks at everything in one continuous panel. Like there is no beginning or end. It's just, it is. So surely whatever pain you're dealing with, he dealt with that on Calvary. Whatever suffering you are dealing with, he already bore that on Calvary as he was hanging from the cross, as the, the crown of thorns sat on his head, as they were piercing his side, as they were mocking him, as they were striking him. He was literally in that moment taking your pain. He was bearing your suffering. So the truth of the matter is that if we are still bearing our own pain, as in if we're trying to do it ourselves and manage it ourselves, if we are trying to deal with our suffering without giving it to Jesus and seeking Jesus, it's foolish and it won't work. Number one and number two, it's foolish because guess what? I know my shoulders are not broad enough to deal with all the pain and the suffering, whether I'm experiencing it myself or I am trying to help a family member, a friend, a patient, a co-worker, a stranger. I know that my shoulders cannot stand or withstand that pain and suffering. So it's foolish for us to even try. The mere fact that Jesus had to do it for us should let us know that we couldn't do it ourselves, okay? So he took it. He took your pain. So give it. Give it to him because remember, he already took it, you know? So if you're still holding on to it, that's not the way it works. That's not wise. You shouldn't do that. You should let it go. The Bible says to cast your cares on Jesus. When you cast it, when you cast your cares on the Lord, it's not, you know, with a, a fishing line, you cast it and then you reel it back in. Mm -mm. You cast it, you cut the cord and you, and you leave it. You say, look, I'm throwing up my hands, Lord. I'm casting my cares to you. And then of course you do have to stay and listen. Okay. You have to stay near God to figure out how to best navigate through the problem, the situation, the pain, the suffering. However, it's not just you doing it and we shouldn't try and do it by ourselves. Now, I know that I have been guilty of this many times, okay, where I cast, but I keep the cord attached and I keep on looking and I pull it back a little bit and look and okay, no wait. Mm -mm. And then I push it, push it back out again. And then I reel it back in. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm talking to myself. You know this by now. Every time I'm talking to you, Apples, I'm talking to Sharonda as well. Cut that cord. Okay, because Jesus already, he already took up our pain. He already bore our suffering. So if you're doing it by yourself or trying to do it by yourself, that's not right. So he took it. He took your pain. So give it, give it to him because remember he already took it, you know. So if you're still holding on to it, that's not the way it works. That's not wise. You shouldn't do that. You should let it go. The Bible says to cast your cares on Jesus. When you cast it, when you cast your cares on the Lord, it's not, you know, with a, a fishing line, you cast it and then you reel it back in. Mm -mm. You cast it, you cut the cord and you, and you leave it. You say, look, I'm throwing up my hands, Lord. 
I'm casting my cares to you. And then, of course, you do have to stay and listen. Okay. You have to stay near God to figure out how to best navigate through the problem, the situation, the pain, the suffering. However, it's not just you doing it. And we shouldn't try and do it by ourselves. Now, I know that I have been guilty of this many times, okay, where I cast, but I keep the cord attached and I keep on looking and I pull it back a little bit and look and okay, no wait. Mm -mm. And then I push it, push it back out again. And then I reel it back in. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm talking to myself. You know this by now. Every time I'm talking to you, apples, I'm talking to Sharonda as well. Cut that cord. Okay. Because Jesus already, he already took up our pain. He already bore our suffering. So if you're doing it by yourself or trying to do it by yourself, that's not right. You don't have the capacity to do it. Give it to God. Give it to Jesus because he already dealt with it. The next thing is, let's keep reading, okay? So yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted, okay? That's just talking about how the world received Jesus even though he literally did all of those things for us, you know, the world rejects him. Verse number five says, but he being Jesus was pierced for our transgressions. Okay. So you have to, you know, we have to look up that word right there. Okay. So the meaning of transgression, an act that goes against a law, rule or code of conduct an offense. Transgression means doing things wrong okay and it would be against the law of god not so much the law of the world okay because remember god's law and the world's law they don't always coincide okay so jesus was pierced for our sin he was crushed for our iniquities the meaning of iniquity immoral or grossly unfair behavior wickedness, evil, vice. So we know that when Jesus died on the cross, he died for our sins. He died for all the immoral, unfair behavior, the wrongdoings, the evil, the wickedness. He died for all of that. And we have all sinned. And I know I continue to sin, okay? We have all sinned and we all fall short of God's glory, his perfection. But thank God for Jesus, right? All of your wrongs, all of my wrongs, your neighbors, your husband, your wife, your children, everybody sins. Jesus dealt with, he handled, he shouldered, he took all of that on the cross. So now, when we go to God on the day of reckoning, we can say, look, I accepted Jesus as my savior. So now we are reconciled. We no longer have to show him us, okay? Because we are so imperfect. We are so, you know, so ugly and ungodly and so wicked. We don't have to say, okay, you know, here I am. No, we can say, look, I'm coming in the name of Jesus, okay? Because Jesus took care of all of this. And I, I, I've, I've given my life to God and I am saved through the name of Jesus, Boom, you're in heaven for eternity, okay? I mean, you know, remember, you have to live right, okay? You have to be sincere in what you're doing. But at the end of the day, even the best, you know, good person is not good enough 
to get into heaven, you need Jesus. You literally have to call on the name of Jesus to be saved. That is what the Bible says. You have to call Jesus. Jesus is the only way we are going to get into heaven. The Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the father, but through Jesus. That's just, that's how it is. If you believe the Bible, that is what the Bible says. Okay. Sometimes people tend to split hairs about, you know, there are multiple ways to get into heaven. Apples. That's not what the word of God says. It literally says there is one way, the name of Jesus. It has to be through Jesus and it's evidence in the Easter story. Okay. And we look again here in Isaiah 53 that he took all of that for us. Jesus did. No other religious leader did it. I don't care what faith it is. No other religious leader did that. Jesus died for our sins. Jesus died for our wickedness, our evil. Now I want to get a little bit further into verse five. And by his wounds, we are healed. Apples, you're already healed. You're already healed. I'm going to say it again. You are already healed. You know, for years, if I wasn't feeling well, if someone I knew was sick, I would pray for them to receive healing as in I was expecting for God to heal them. Okay. As in it hadn't already been done. I was expecting and believing by faith that he being God or Jesus was going to do something to fix the ailment, fix the problem in real time. As in it wasn't already there because the person was sick. I was sick and I wanted healing that I was going to have to request and wait for it to happen. But if we are reading the word by his wounds, we are healed. Not we are going to be healed. Not we might be healed. No, we are healed as in already healed. So apples, I had to shift my thought process. The more I learned about God and, you know, I've had some really good teachers, my parents, are amazing you know as they grow in God they teach us their children more and more and I've seen them blossom and become even more deeply rooted in Christ and their understanding and the revelation so I'm sharing it with you now because maybe you are are, are waiting for the healing you are waiting on Jesus to do something you're expecting though. Uh, you know, it's, it's not wrong. You're expecting you are, you know, full of faith. You are expecting, but apples, it's already done. Now let's jump back to the Easter story, but this time we are going to read John's account. Okay. So John has his own account or the book of John gives the account of the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus as well. And I do like to read the different versions of the death of Jesus because each disciple kind of, you know, shares a little something extra. You know, you might get 
another part of the story from John that you don't get in the book of Matthew. Okay. So I do like to, you know, read all across the different versions of the same story. And in John, if we go to John 19, verse 28, okay. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished and so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his ghost. Apples, apples, oh my gosh, those three words, it is finished, is the the the, the, the comforting part. The comforting part. Yes, we know that the resurrection, that's the jubilee, that's the jubilation part. But when I read those three words in red, Jesus said, it is finished. That lets me know that there is no more that needs to be done. When Jesus died, because he knew that he was going to raise from the dead, he already knew that his work on earth was done. Everything that needed to be done on earth was already done. That's the same earth we live in. Apples. That's the same earth, okay? It's just thousands of years older now. He already finished everything in this realm. In this dimension that we live in where you can, you know, touch one another, you can see things, you know, there's a 3D perception. In this world, it is finished. Nada mas. Nothing more. Okay? Y nada, nothing else. Okay? It is done. It is finished. So when you look at Isaiah 53, verse 5, this is just another confirmation. Because Jesus is no longer doing anything else. He already did it. He healed. He overcame. He won. Here on earth, when he was alive as man. Okay? God in the form of man. He already did all of that. He overcame all the obstacles. The Bible tells us that he had all the temptations that you or I have ever had or will ever have, Jesus dealt with them all. So you think, oh my gosh, I had an impure thought. Oh my gosh, I thought, you know, I planned or, or, or I was tempted to do something that was ungodly. Oh, I'm so ashamed. Oh my gosh, I'm just so unworthy. No, the temptation doesn't make you a bad person. It's what you do with the temptation, okay? That's where the sin comes in. Because guess what? Temptation comes to everyone because Jesus himself was tempted by the devil. So if temptation alone was the sin, then Jesus would be a sinner. And we know that he is not a sinner. So again, when I see those three words in red, it is finished. I know that there is nothing more that Jesus needs to do because he already did it. And if you look back to episode number two, Jesus flat out said, I'm giving you authority over all the foolishness, over all the wiles, the tricks of the, of the devil to trample on the heads of snakes and scorpions. I'm giving you that authority. 
apples. It is finished. Claim your healing. Claim your restoration. Cast your burdens. Cast your pain. Cast your suffering. It's not for you to handle or to deal with. Does it impact you? Yes. Does it affect you? Yes. But is it yours to deal with? No. Because Jesus already dealt with it. And when I tell you I'm talking to myself, trust me, I am. I have things going on in my life right now that I have to remember not to reel back in because I cast them and then by Wednesday, Thursday, I'm reeling them back in. Mm -mm, No, push them back out. Push them back out. Cast them far, far away. Cut the cord. He already dealt with that sickness on Calvary. You don't have to. You are healed by them striking him. Whatever ailment, you don't have to deal with it. Now, does that mean that Satan is not going to try? No, because Satan is Satan. That is what he's he's going to do. He's going to try. But if we don't know our authority, okay, episode number two, if we don't know who we are, whose we are, and the power we have, then guess what? He's going to be able to, you know, just wreak havoc in our lives. We've got to know our God. Another Bible verse that I, I, I just love is in the book of Daniel. 11.32, the second part of that verse. Listen to this. But the people who know their God shall be strong and do exploits apples when we know our god we are strong and we can do extraordinary things through god through jesus so again i just i I just i i love those last words before he he gave up the ghost before he died on the cross he said it is finished take heart in that hold on to that sometimes you know when there's a problem going on in my life and I feel like it is never ending, okay? The stress just seems to continue. The heartache just seems to continue. The worry, the the pain, the suffering just seems to continue. Whatever it is, it can be something big, something small, but it can just seem like it is going on forever. And then I remember the words in red. John 19 verse 30. It is finished apples it's finished we need to claim it finished we need to stop you know dragging things out in the spirit realm we need to stop dragging things out in the natural realm we need to stop that take our authority claim it as it is finished and then seek god to find out exactly how we need to finish it in this world because it's already done he did it you know years ago thousands of years ago so we need to, we're, we're just catching up with whatever he did back on Calvary. Every day we are catching up with whatever was already done. That's a good way of looking at it, right? It's already done. It's finished. It literally, the, Jesus said it. It is finished. I, I needed that reminder. I don't know about you, but I personally needed that reminder. Because sometimes I feel like, yo, when is this going to end? <laughs> but guess what? Apples, it is finished. Hello, Apples. I really hope that you are enjoying the podcast. I know that I am really enjoying sharing the information with you. I truly feel like God is already moving and we haven't even gotten into the nitty gritty yet. Now, if you are finding any of this information valuable, 
go ahead and share the podcast because I do know that if the Lord puts someone on your heart, whether it's a coworker or a roommate or a parent or a friend, a neighbor, if someone is placed on your heart, God knows exactly why they need to hear this message. So go ahead, be obedient and share. So I hope that this message today, while it is shorter than my usual messages, I hope that it's given you something to think about, maybe just to reignite some flames, to refresh some things you already knew, or maybe it is brand new to you. Either way, I ask you to just seek God so that this information can just become a part of who you are. Be encouraged. That whatever you're dealing with right now, he already dealt with on Calvary. Alrighty, Apples, I do hope that you were blessed by this message. If you were, please be sure to reach out to me. Let's continue the conversation. I did say that I am working on some co-host guest speakers to be here with me on the podcast. Reach out to me if you'd like to be one of those people, okay? Again, thank you so very much for tuning in. Happy Easter. God bless you. And until next Sunday, remember, I am Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.